0: G'day legends, g'day superstars, it's Pepsi. it's Tipped Out, and I'm bringing you the round 12 selections for the first of the bye weeks, and it all kicks off tonight at the MCG, 7.50pm, Melbourne versus Carlton, two teams who are performing well under where they should be. This is a danger game for both teams, whichever team loses this one, we know will be stuck in media hell. For the next seven days, Melbourne have got eight out of the last 10 wins. They've actually won seven of the last 10 in a row. And look, the head says Melbourne, the gut says, oh, if we lose this one and the heart says, please do not go over 150 beats a minute for this particular game. Look, they haven't been at their best. Their forward line has been down. Uh, but Carlton have been a shambles pretty much since round one. I think it will be a close game. I'm actually picking Melbourne by no more than two goals. I just think that with a class around the field and also with the amount of changes, like Carlton have got six changes from their team from last week. Uh, when you lose literally a quarter of your team overnight, that is hard to replace. And when we're talking about people like Pitnett, Hewitt, Newman, Durden and Hollands, you know, there's some pretty, uh pretty respectful players running around. So I think the D's will win this one. Uh it will be two goals. But I tell you what, listeners. If Melbourne lose this game, I will tell you to jump on my Facebook page. So just look for Christopher Pepper on Facebook, because you could see the all-time greatest rant ever if the D's happen to go down to Carlton. I think it'll be a good game. I think Melbourne will run away with it, but it is one of those ones that, in the pit of the stomach, oh, I'm not looking forward to. All right, Port versus Hawthorne is also kicking off. That's going to be the Adelaide Oval, 1.45 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Look, it's been a pretty uh, a pretty split type of uh, workout between these two teams. It's five wins apiece. Hawthorne actually won the last game in round two last year, but Port are playing exceptional football. When you've got the Holy Trinity of Rosie Buddies and the Hoyfans, Francis in there. You're bringing in Todd Marshall. I just can't see Port Adelaide losing this one. And they'll win this one quite convincingly. I reckon if it's no more, it's going to be probably more than five goals. If their forward line absolutely roars, uh, especially with no Sicily down there for Hawthorne, it's going to make it very, very difficult for them. That saying, Hawthorne played some cracking football against St Kilda last week. Uh, I will have to um, chew on some humble pie. And I think Sam Mitchell is, ex- is doing a really, really good job with Hawthorne. They're just a little bit thin across the park with with the school level compared to Port Adelaide. So Port Adelaide by five goals in that one. All right, we know this one's going to be a complete blowout. We know it's going to be at Optus Stadium, 4.35 p.m. Probably a nice time to take the family out for uh, an early dinner. It's going to be West Coast versus Collingwood. It's going to be, as you would say in the old-time classics, the length of the Flemington Straight here. There's a 45-point margin according to uh, O Ratings. And, And Collingwood, funny enough, have only won three of the last seven when it comes to West Coast playing them. But if you look across the statistics side of things, there's only one area that West Coast are beating Collingwood in, and that's tackles per game. But when you haven't got the ball, you're going to be chasing it a fair bit as well too. So Collingwood will absolutely kick this one in. They play the best best football, bar none. They will make the grand final. They should win it with the form that they're in. But we are seeing stranger things happen as we get towards the end of the season he has been playing brilliant football as well. So Prendlebury, magnificent. Quaynor of halfback. Darcy Moore, led by an absolute star. You know, I do call him the Kira Knightley of the AFL. West Coast, they're in trouble. We know that. Uh, they're going to have to do uh, a massive cull at the end of the year. Do they pick Harley Reid? Do they take a number of draft picks in and rebuild it that way? They've got some massive decisions to make towards the end of the year. And games like this will be an answer for them to maybe think, well, do we play the kids? Or do we just go with what we've got and just try and get through? But it'll be West Coast quite easily. All right. Hey, we're heading over to the Kennel. And I'm not talking about the Kennel down in Footscray. We're talking about the one called Marvell Stadium at 7.25 p.m. tomorrow night. This is the Western Bulldogs versus Geelong. Strap yourselves in. This could be a barnstormer of a game. Now, Geelong won eight out of the last ten. But we know looking at the form of Geelong, they've won. They lost their first three. Won their next five, lost their next three. Interesting sort of mix. They're not at their full strength. The doggies cracking, uh, cracking performance last week against Gold Coast, were, were pipped at uh, pipped at the pipped at the post. If you want to say that? Can't uh, they couldn't have done any more? It was just you know a game that went either way. But Gold Coast up there in the north very very challenging for any team going up there. I just think that the way that the Western Bulldogs are playing, they're going to have a lot more speed on the ball than Geelong. They're a lot more cohesive than Geelong at the moment. Um, Jones coming in from uh, not playing last year has been absolutely sensational. Like if he's not all Australian backman, he's got to be on the bench because he has he has turned that defence around. We know what the Bont can do. I think the most underrated player that a lot of people see is Libba. I just absolutely love what Libba does and the way he brings to the contest. When you've got McCrae on the wing. And you've got Smith in the midfield as well too. And you've got, like I said, Hugo Hagen start really starting to hit some four blobs down there. They've, they've just got too many winners across the board. Unfortunately, I think Geelong are just going to be outrun by the doggies. And I reckon this is going to be a four goal plus margin in the end. All right. This, I reckon, could be the game of the weekend. It is a TIO stadium. It is going to be 7.30 p.m. Uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Gold Coast versus Adelaide. Eight out of the last 10 have gone to Adelaide. But I'm actually going with Gold Coast in this one. You now, here's why: it's being played in hot conditions. It's going to—they uh, play up at the Gold Coast. We know that they played at TIO Stadium last week. They're going again there this week, so they're going to be far more acclimatized to the conditions. It's not actually the heat up there uh, in Darwin; it is the humidity that just saps it out of you. And I just think Gold Coast—the way that they play, because it is such a contested brand of football. After a while, teams that aren't conditioned to that will find it a much of a challenge. We saw what happened with the Doggies last week, and I think Adelaide are going to find the same thing this week. Raul, Anderson, Lukosius, King, like you can just keep throwing out the names. Throwing out the names have been absolutely sensational this year. Uh, they do lose McHenry, they do lose Worrell, and they do lose Parnell. We'll be talking about Adelaide. Don't get me wrong. Adelaide are going to be playing finals this year. And the way that they've been going this year, they are an absolute smoky for this one. No doubt about it. But I'm just going with Gold Coast just because of the humidity factor, the acclimatization factor, and I just love everything about what they're doing. And this is the type of game that they need to win to really solidify that chance for a top eight spot. If they get over Adelaide, the talk will start to to pick up, and more importantly, the belief within the group and the AFL community about Gold Coast will be there. So I'm going Gold Coast by two goals, nothing more than that. Uh, Once again, as I normally would say, don't be surprised if Adelaide win this one. I love the Burgess effect effect that they have. They will run out games, no doubt about it, but I just think up there, Gold Coast, it's different conditions all together, and I think that they'll win this one quite easily as well. Watch your goals. All right, let's head into Giants Stadium. We are looking at Sunday. 4th of June, one ten pm Greater Western Sydney versus Richmond. Now, Richmond have had the wood on GWS. We could almost go far as back as the, the grand final from many years ago. But this is a different Richmond and this is a different GWS. GWS, outside of one game, have either won or lost by four goals. Now, that is a remarkable result under a brand new coach. And I've got a feeling up there at Giant Stadium, there is a bit of, there's a lot of belief going around that group at the moment. I love what they've been doing. Um, they're getting a lot more ball. Their kicking efficiency has, has gone through the roof over the last couple of years. The tackle count. There's just a more. There's just more hunger about them as well too. Their accuracy in front of goal is sensational. Uh, they get kicking more goals than when it goes inside 50 than Richmond. And when you're bringing in Flynn, Himmelberg, and Ralston, that is absolutely sensational for, from their side of things. I am going with GWS. I just think Hogan was has been. Brilliant for them this year. Uh, Whitfield, uh, Toby Bedford's been you know, serviceable for them as well too. Green, Cornelio, they, they've just been playing really good football the last, the last couple of weeks. And the win that they had uh, against the Cats last week was sensational. So I'm going with a GWS to beat Richmond. In just one of these games, it's going to go back and forth all day. But the Greater Western Sydney by no more than two goals on this one. But Richmond, if they can pinch this one, it does give them a little bit of hope heading into the finals. But I think that they're they're done. And once again, some big calls need to be made at the end of the season with Cochin, Rewalt, Martin, those type of players who are, who are pushing, you know, you know, early to, to, to mid thirties as well too. So I'm going with the Greater Western Sydney. And the last game of the weekend, it's going to be an interesting one. Eight out of the ten games we're talking about Essendon versus North Melbourne at Marvel Stadium in the beautiful Graveyard Shift at four forty PM. Once again, unless you're an Essendon or a North Melbourne supporter, go take the family out for an early an early dinner, maybe go get an ice cream, maybe go to church a little bit earlier if you desire as well too. But Essendon versus North Melbourne. Look, North, brilliant last week. Uh, un- unfortunate to lose against Sydney. I personally think that Essendon will, will definitely win this one. Now, the, the margin that they're saying is around about 24 points, and I think that is about right as well too. But Sheasel, Wardlaw have been brilliant. Taryn Thomas is going to play his first game for the season as well. Aiden Kaur comes back in. A lot of experience with Liam Shields as well too. They don't really lose a lot um, with Paul Curtis and Charlie Lazaro being omitted. When you have a look at the other side with Essendon, they are bringing in L1 Davey Jr., Dylan Shield, Andrew Phillips. So they're bringing in a lot more experience. And I just think what they've been doing, the speed they've been putting on the ball, they contested test a brand of footy. Uh, Langford has been exceptional this year down forward. Uh, Mackay's got a big job if he takes him for the year. Peter Wright, when he comes in, is just going to strengthen Essendon up. Uh, exceptionally as well too. And like I said if we if we look back um earlier in the round when we were looking at the games and we said that there was only um one stat that uh West Coast had over Collingwood there's only two areas where North Melbourne are beating Essendon and that is in clearances and that is also into the uh the advantage possession of when they're having the ball as well too. I just think Essendon four goals maybe five goals it could get a blowout I, I haven't really got a feeling on this one. I'm just going with the heart saying Essendon with this one the head with this one and we're two games short because a number of teams have got the buy as well too so uh it is a little bit of a mini skirt preview it was long enough to keep you uh long long enough to cover the essentials short enough to keep you interested that was your tipped out on peps preview for the round 12 afl games remember we'll be back on monday night with lace out join us live on the facebook page give us a like give us a share give us a review on itunes or spotify as well to tell everybody about how awesome we are And more importantly, thanks for tuning in every week. And like I said, we're tipped out. That's how you want your footy tips. Hope your team wins.